Hey guys, Tommy Garza here, communications coordinator at Good Samaritan. This weekend, we had a guest speaker here at Good Samaritan, Pastor Ray Reeder. So today's episode is going to be an excerpt from his message that he shared with us over the weekend. Pastor Ray Reeder is a local pastor here in Las Vegas of a quote-unquote biker church. Yeah, you heard me. I said a biker church. But that really doesn't matter because... Pastor Ray's congregation and our congregation are all worshiping the same God, and we can all benefit from the same message that God loves us no matter what. Um, Something Pastor Ray repeats when he speaks is, live in heaven on earth, and I think we can all find his message to be motivating and impactful in our daily lives. So I hope you enjoy the episode, and here he is. Anyway, praise the Lord. Glad to be here. It is. Now, so let's... He's going to share God's word with us, but I wanted to just visit with him a little bit because when you were going to community, you looked a lot younger back then, by the way. Uh, I was way younger back then. Yes, I was. I'll be, Lord willing, this month, 64 on the 18th, so back then I was a lot younger than the 90s. I'm already 64, so I've got you on that one. You're looking good. Well, bless your heart. You, (laughs) you... When you were going to Community Lutheran now, back in the 90s, yes, sir. you weren't there for the purpose of praising the Lord. You weren't there for uh, worshiping. Why were you there? I was trying to buy God's mercy. Why? I thought if I, because uh, I was a chief of sinners, like the Apostle Paul said, I was a drug addict, a drug dealer, a violent man, an alcoholic, a gangster, a criminal. And uh, I thought that maybe if I gave money to God that I could buy his forgiveness or, or buy his love. And, and it doesn't work like that. See, I found out that uh, the only thing that would save me from the sin that I was in was uh, having Jesus as Lord and Savior. I didn't find it out right then. But I know through the planting of the seeds through Pastor Ray and you, the community and all the prayers of the saints, activated the heavenlies, God had a plan for me, and it was for good, not for evil, plans to give me a future and a hope. But you guys were the farmers. You planted the seeds, and some of you watered them, and God gave the increase, and so that's why I'm here today. Love it. Yeah, when I heard that, I mean, it, it was just so touching, because one of the things, I mean, we just don't know what God's doing. I mean, we don't know maybe who's here today or watching online, and maybe all they need to hear is that God loves them. Or maybe they need to feel that these people love them. Because that, it made a difference in your life, right? Amen. That was the beginning. Well, that wasn't even the beginning because your mom, who's here, yeah, can you wave, please? We want to wave. Your mother's right there. 80, she got 82. 82 years old. Yeah, she's been a blessing in my life. Her and my uh, uh, great grandma and many others prayed for me for many years. and. and And uh, even when I was a bad boy, my mom knew someday I would turn into a good boy. And and my grandmother knew that as well. But if it wasn't for their prayers and prayers of many others like y'all, I'd probably be dead and, and, you know, on my way to hell. Uh, But, you know, through the, see, the prayers of a praying mother, there's nothing stronger. I believe that the uh, prayers of a mother are, it's the love of the father. It's unconditional no matter what you're doing. They love you anyway, and they don't give up on you. So I get 
little choked up. That's all right. My mom's been really good to me. She's a good mom. My grandmother's in heaven, Viola Whitsitt. All she did was fast and pray and make quilts and work in the garden and, and uh, pray for us and prophesy over us and, and everything she said. The prophetic word is the word that comes from the voice of God in heaven and it comes down through the vessel, which was grandma, to the receiver, which was us, and it never returns void because it is the voice of God coming from the throne room. We were talking the other day as we were getting ready for today, and I said, I really believe that one of the things that somebody here today needs to hear, because they might be praying for their son or their daughter or their granddaughter or grandson or a niece or a nephew, and they're wondering if the prayers are being heard, if it's going to work, is it going to happen, and all of that. Hugo Sorry. needs to help out a little bit here. Oh, I got behind my ear. Yeah, my wife says I bike her everything. That's usually what happens. I can mess up anything. <laughs> but I guess what, what I'd like you to hear is if you're praying for somebody, and maybe it's been years, right? Don't stop. Don't give up. Keep praying. Those prayers don't die. The prayer is spoken, and it's out there. It's with God. And then pray some more, and pray some more. Don't give up on him. As much as she loved you, and your grandma loved you, and all of that, and kept praying for you, look what happened. I mean, it's amazing. As much as you love me, too. You know, and don't ever give up. There were several people in the first service that came with tears in their eyes over their children. And I told them, I said, my mother got a promise from God years ago that not one of them in her household would be lost, that they would all come into the kingdom of God and, and serve God. And, and that's for you too. It's not just for me. Amen. And so uh, the Lord's working. And so you're here today and he is going to show you his glory. And so just be excited about what he's going to do today. And every one of you just need to understand that 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says faith and hope and love. The greatest is his love. All you have to do is love them unconditionally like Jesus does. Pray for them, and God will take care of the rest. Amen? Amen. One of the other things I loved is as we talked that first day, um, our styles are different. By the way, our styles were different just between the first service and this service. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> There's a different anointing. He increased it. That's right. And But, you know, we have different kinds of churches, different kinds of styles. Theology isn't all the same. But we said what is the same is that all of us who claim to be Christians, we follow Jesus Christ. We believe that he's the way, the truth, and the life, that it's because of him that we're going to heaven, not because of us. And that that's the most important thing. And if that, it, it grieves my heart that Christians can't even get along with each other. I mean, I, I said last week, Lutherans don't even get along with each other. Um, but together, look what we can do. And well, it see, isn't for our glory, it's for God's glory. We're truly better together. See, the reason why we're here right now, the pastor and I, is because God has put it on my heart to call all the churches out in unity. He wants all of us to come together as one because we're truly better together. We may have different uh, thoughts on things. We, may, we all know that Jesus Christ he is just like he said. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the only way to the Father in heaven. We all believe that. We all believe that we're saved by grace. 
nothing we could do to earn that, but he loved us so much. His son died on the cross for us. It's by grace we've been saved through faith in the risen Savior, Jesus. And so we're calling for unity, all churches. That's why we're here with you. We may look a little different. Yeah, we're bikers. We ride motorcycles. It's all the same church, the Church of Jesus Christ. And we're walking in love, which all Christians are supposed to be. Our ministry, I'm not just patting us on the back. It's all God. But if you'll notice, we, when they get here, you're going to see we're a very close-knit group. We are family, and you are family. Uh, Good Samaritan Lutheran, you're family. It's the family of God, and that's what he created family. And he created us to be together. We can't do this alone, amen? amen. So he's got us together. He's got you with us and us with you, amen? Because he wants us to be the healing bomb of Jesus to the people out there that are broken and lost. And so that's why Pastor Scott and I were reunited. It's way bigger than the picture that you can see. It's not just two buddies hooking up. He strategically lined us up through Pastor Ron, my spiritual father right here. I love him dearly. And he uh, and I and my beautiful sisters in the back there, Mama Karen's what I call her, and Sister Terry, we're all in the food ministry together because that's how we love G people into Jesus' kingdom. Amen? It's by acts of kindness, uh, serving them. Amen? And loving them unconditionally. That's what draws them. See, food, Jesus always fed people physically too, but most importantly, they got the bread of life, the living water. But see, when you give fill somebody's belly up, they'll listen to you. Amen? And so, and you help them. So, but that's why we're here. It's called Unity, and we want to partner with you and be a part of your lives. We want you to be a part of our, our your ministry and our ministry as well, because we can truly change the world by the love of Jesus Christ. Amen? With some of the things that uh, all the food ministries are doing, how many people are you reaching? And I mean, how much food is going out? Oh, man. Ron, just shoot a number off the top of your head. I Yeah, and so see, and sometimes it's even way more than that. When the pandemic was going on, it was way more than that. But we have Karen and Terry in the back. They have their folks that they take care of. Pastor Ron has his folks. We have our folks. And so we're all together as one coming together. And, and we're doing this for God's glory. And it's drawing many people to Jesus. Amen. There's people that literally call up. They have nothing in the cupboard. And they're broken. They said, we got your number from so-and-so, and we go out there, and they don't know Jesus, and buy the groceries, and saying, can we pray for you, then, and then they receive the free gift of eternal life that day. It's all God. It's all his. He's going to share a little more of some of the stuff, but I wanted, to, I, I wanted this congregation to know, when somebody walks in that door, we don't know what a greeting can do, what loving them can do, what welcoming them can do, because that was the start, along with mom's prayers and grandma's prayers, of a big change in your life. And Pastor Ray, I want you to share some more of that with us right now, okay? Okay. He's got a lot cooler pulpit than I do. But uh, I'm here to tell you tonight, today that Jesus loves you, I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. I'm going to love you anyway, man. You may not even like me. You may be walking in and saying, wow, you don't look like a preacher. Well, you know what, Jesus? 
The Father in heaven looks at the heart, not the exterior of man. Like my son over here, I call him the machine. I'm telling you, he's tattooed, he's suited and booted in the full armor of God, but he is a lover of Jesus and a lover of people. And there's my little grandson, Artie Jr., baby machines, what we call him, amen? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that's my human forklift. He can grab a refrigerator and walk up the stairs with it. His beautiful wife's not with us today, but she's amazing too. Amanda, we call her smiles. But these people are God's children and they're my children. I have lots of spiritual sons and daughters that I raise up in the ways of the Lord. Amen. And God causes us to go out by his power, by his spirit, not by might, but by his spirit and love these folks into the kingdom. And I know Artie won't mind if I share with you that he was and his wife were totally addicted to methamphetamine many years ago. And I had a ministry at the rescue mission and they were a part of that ministry and they were able to come and they were able to be broke free from the bondage of methamphetamine. And now they serve in our church. They're servants of God and they love like Jesus loves. They pray like Jesus prays. They go where Jesus goes. Do what Jesus does. Amen. We're not a perfect people, but we have the one living on the inside of us that is perfect. Amen. His name's Jesus. Amen. But I, I love all my children. The bikers are coming in right now. They're going to come in. You're going to see how close we are. Look at those beautiful bikers right there. Amen. That's my family right there. There's just a few of them today. There's some more coming. But like I said, my... Uh, Assistant pastor, Pastor Road King, we named him after a Harley. That's how good looking he is. And his beautiful wife, First Lady Michelle, went in an accident last night, so they couldn't make it in today. So we need to keep Pastor Kelly and First Lady Michelle in our prayers, if you would. Amen. They're being, uh, they're scraped up and, uh, and banged up, but they're going to be all right. They're alive. Amen. The angel of the Lord encamps around those that love the Lord and delivers them. But anyway... He's full of mercy, he's full of grace and unconditional love and his love for you, it never fails, it never gives up and it never runs out. And I want to say to everyone this morning, grace, mercy and peace from God the Father through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ to you today, who's the same yesterday, today and forever. He loved you yesterday, he loves you today, he's going to love you tomorrow, all the way into eternity. So receive that in Jesus' name and give God some glory and honor and praise in this house today. Amen? Yep. They call me the Lutheran Costico. Amen? Because I, you know what? I got, a, I got the, uh, the discipline of a Lutheran and the fire of the Pentecostal. Amen? So see, the Lord Jesus, when he sent them tongues of fire over my head, I would never the same. Amen? And neither are you. Praise the Lord Jesus. But anyway, grace, amazing grace. How can it be that a king would love the likes of Cowbell right here, my son right here, amen? An angel of God. These, I'm going to introduce you to these folks. Y'all stand up. We got Cowbell, my son, my daughter Angela. These are my spiritual children. Stand up back there, Speedy, amen? Stand up there, Uncle Tom. They call him Tommy Rocker. He's one of our worshipers. A lot of our folks aren't here today, but you know what? They're here with us in spirit. These people right here are sold out for Jesus. These people... They love Jesus and they love people. Amen? And we just happen to do it with a different style. We do it on motorcycles. Amen? And so every one of them here, they give everything they've got. They give financially. They give of their selves, their time, their talents, 
everything all for the glory of God. Amen? And they're here today to love on you. That's what we're about. We're about love. Amen? These will be the folks that will be spreading out up here at the altar when we have a time of prayer for healing and for whatever else you need prayer for. But you need to know that they love you, and that's why they're here today, to share God's love with you. That's why I'm here today, to share with you about the abundant life that only comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? The abundant life is the life that we can live. See, everybody, when they get Jesus, they get eternal life. But God gives us abundant life. In John 10, 10, it says a thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I never received that part. I only received the second part where Jesus said, I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. That means you can live heaven right here on earth. I do it every day. That's why I got joy. That's why I got peace. That's why I'm blessed. That's why everything that I touch is blessed because the Lord has blessed me, and that's you too. Everything that you touch is blessed, I declare and decree it in the name of Jesus. I believe your faith is increasing because your faith increases by hearing the word of God preached. Your faith is increased by being in the presence of God. And you are in the presence of the Holy Father right now in the name of Jesus. This is his house. This Good Samaritan Lutheran is the house of God. This is a house of prayer. This is where you meet together to encourage, sharpen, edify, and lift up each other. See, because fellowship is powerful. Jesus was big on fellowship. If you ever notice, I'm watching the series The Chosen. How many are watching that right now? See, they're a very close-knit group, the disciples and Jesus, amen, and that's the way we should be as a church. We're better together. It might be biker church. It might be Lutheran church. It might be Baptist church, but every one of us are called to come together in unity and spread the good news of Jesus Christ, to love like Jesus loves, to pray like Jesus prays, the will of the Father always, and to go where Jesus goes and to do what Jesus does. And so that's what Full Armor Fellowship Biker Church is about. That's why that the multitudes are coming to the Lord is because we're loving like that, we're serving. And that's what you are, you're servants of God. Jesus Christ was the King of kings, the Lord of lords, named above all names, but he came in the form of a servant. He came to serve and not be served. He even served himself to the extent of death on the cross. And through his death on the cross and through his resurrection, we have been resurrected from death to life. The old man is gone and the new man has arrived. I've been transformed from dark to light. The old woman is gone. The new woman has arrived. You've been transformed from dark to light. Jesus said, behold, I make all things new. That means you. The day you said yes to Jesus, you became brand new. You stepped into eternal life, and now you can live this abundant life that I'm going to tell you about this morning. It won't be long, but it'll be sweet. The Lord says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So taste, get these nuggets, chew them up, swallow them. Amen? There'll be healing for every part of your body, for your soul, for your mind, for everything. Amen? Because we have the mind of Christ. We think on good things, pure things, noble things, things of good report. Amen? So the first thing you need to know about the abundant life, it is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's what it's all about. It's about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. John 14, 6, he says, I'm the only way to the Father in heaven. It's the only way. 
the Dalai Lama can't get you there. Joseph Smith can't get you there. Buddha can't get you there. None of these people can get you there. Oprah Winfrey can't get you there. Only Jesus can get you there. Amen? So remember those words right there. Only trust in Jesus. Nobody else. Amen? So it's all about Jesus because he is the way. And you know what? These beautiful uh, Lutheran people, you belong to Jesus. You need to get excited about that. Every day when you get up in the morning, I know I'm not the best-looking guy around, even though my wife tells me I am. But uh, you know that every morning when I get up, I look in the mirror and I say, man, you're really handsome. You know why I can do that? Because I'm made in the image of a holy God. See, so you need to, ladies, you're beautiful. You're the beautiful ones. Men, you're beautiful too. You need to look in the mirror and say, man, I'm beautiful. I'm handsome. I'm made in the image of a holy God. Jesus ain't ugly. He's beautiful. Remember the song, Beautiful One, I Adore You? That's you. So walk in that, man. Know that you're loved. You're the beloved of the Father. Jesus always called his followers the beloved of the Father because he wants you to know that you're loved all the time, fully loved, all the time. He loved you yesterday, loved you today, going to love you tomorrow, all the way into eternity, like I said earlier. So the abundant life is living heaven on earth. After you receive eternal life, you can receive the abundant life that only Jesus Christ can give you. Amen? Because you know what I'm walking in? I'm walking in peace. The peace of the Lord that surpasses all understand. You're walking in peace. You ever notice Lutherans always say the peace of the Lord be with you? Well, it is with you. That's why they say that. Amen? The peace of the Lord is with you. So every day you need to understand, wake up and say, man, the peace of the Lord is with me. No matter what comes my way, my Emmanuel is with me. That means God is with us. He ain't going to leave us. He ain't going to forsake us. He's for you, not against you. He loves you, everything about you. Amen? I like to tell people he even loves my tattoos because I'm expressing myself. How can you get a name like the tattooed priest without tattoos? Amen? So see, he's not looking at the exterior. He's looking at the heart. And you have a beautiful heart. Every one of you in here have beautiful hearts. That's why you're here today to hear the word of God. The king of kings, the king of glory. The name above all names is King Jesus. He is the true life. He's eternal life. And you know what? One day you'll spend eternity in heaven with him by grace because you know him. Amen? In John 3, 16, everybody in this house, you have not been a perfect person. I have not been a perfect person. There's only one that was perfect, and he hung on the cross, and he died, and he rose on the third day, and he ascended up into heaven. He sat by the right hand of the Father, ever interceding for you, that means God prays for you. Isn't that cool? God, the Son of God, prays for you. Man, aren't we glad about that? I'd be in deep trouble. Amen? John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world, every one of us were of the world at one time, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus, that whosoever, that qualifies all of us here, and everybody in the whole world that might believe should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the life he gives you. The everlasting life. See, a Christian, when he dies, he don't really die. He just gets a change of address. It's called glory. Amen? So he's already got your mailbox built. He's got the truck loaded up with golden two-by-fours. And when it's time to go home, he's going to send the truck up there. Your house is going to be ready. Amen? You know what I might do? I might ask him to put my mansion next to yours and cut a hole in your wall so I can come over there and bug you. Amen? I want to hang out with you. Amen? As we're hanging out with Jesus. Praise the Lord. That's a joke, y'all. Don't be so serious. Okay? 
there's no seriousness in the kingdom of God. It's righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen? But we are serious about our walk with God. Amen? We are serious about that. So he gives his only begotten son that we ain't never got to perish. We'll live forever and ever. Eternal life is for everyone because I was the worst of the worst. My mother remembers me. She visited me when I had black eyes. I was bloodied up. I was in fights all night. I was locked up in jail for long periods of time. I was a drug dealer, an alcoholic, a womanizer, a thief, a murderer, all these things, and God forgave me. He still loved me in the midst of all that sin because he loves the sinner. Amen? Jesus came for sinners, not for the well people. He came for sinners. He hung out with sinners. And if he didn't hang out with sinners, they never would have got saved. Amen? So he was hanging out with me, and I didn't even know it. Amen? He had his hand of protection over me. So we need to understand that salvation comes through him alone, John 3.16. And then in John 3.17 is one of the most powerful ones, too. It says, for God did not send his own son into the world to condemn the world, but the world might be saved through him. So every one of us that were whosoevers that might believe and repent of our sins, we've been saved by grace. Isn't that right, peace? Amen. Praise the Lord. We even got ladies in the church named Peace. Angel of God, peace. We got, we got all these people because they love Jesus. They carry those titles that you know that they're from God. Amen? Because they're living this abundant life. So he didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save you, not condemn you. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So let's all say that. Mercy triumphs over judgment. One more time. Mercy triumphs. I do everything in threes, the Father, and Son, the Holy Ghost. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Amen? He's a merciful God, and he loves you. He ain't going to never leave you. He ain't never forsake you. So this abundant life can't be mustered up by anything that we can do. It's by God's grace that we can walk in this abundant life, that we can walk in the peace, the shalom peace of Jesus that passes on understanding. It's the abundant life that causes us to be righteous because of what he did. Our righteousness is as filthy rags, the Word of God says. By his righteousness, we have became righteousness. He's clothed you with a robe of righteousness. The day that you say yes to Jesus, so you're righteous, and you're holy, and your holiness is increasing every day. The more you seek God, holiness is a process. So the more you hang out with Jesus, the more you hang out in the secret place, the more you come to the house of God, and fellowship, the more you're becoming like Jesus, the holier you're getting. Because it says when we see Jesus, we shall be as he is. Amen? And you know what? The kingdom of heaven, he said, is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so when you have these things, you're going to walk in your righteousness. You're going to walk in holiness. You're going to love like Jesus loves. You're going to pray like Jesus prays. You're going to go where Jesus goes. You're going to do what Jesus and when you come together here, you should be speaking life into each other because Jesus Christ always spoke life everywhere he went, never death. Encourage each other, your brothers and sisters. Say, everything's going to be all right. I'm praying for you. I love you. But most importantly, Jesus loves you more than I can ever say. So the abundant life comes through eternal life first, then the abundant life, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. My mother gave me this picture years ago. It's got a golden frame. It's in my hallway. It says, Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. See, we know 
that in this world we're going to go through trial and tribulation. I've been through cancer, been through diabetes, I've been through all kinds of things, but I'm still alive because God has had mercy and his grace and he's my healer. So I'm whole and I'm healed and I'm sanctified by the blood of the Lamb Jesus. The devil's tried to kill me many times, but God keeps raising me back up. And people are going, man, that loud mouth ain't never going to shut up because I'm joyful because of what he's done for me. I thank God for my salvation every morning, for my beautiful wife, my mom, my family, my full armor family, and the whole body of Christ. I thank God for you this morning, that you're in my life. We just became family, whether you like it or not. As soon as I walked in that door, we're family now. We're family forever. You're stuck with me for eternity. It ain't quiet in heaven. They call me the mouth of the south, and you're going to be hearing from me for a long, long time. Like I said earlier, Pastor Scott and I, it was the big picture that none of us could really wrap our minds about. It was about churches coming together in unity. Jesus wants unity. We might all look a little different. We might all, but the doctrine we preach is all the same doctrine. It's the doctrine of Jesus Christ about his mercy, his grace, and his unconditional love. Amen? And so as long as we're doing that, we're on the right page. Amen? So the abundant life comes through that. The kingdom is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is our comforter. Jesus said in this world, you shall have trial and tribulation. He promised that. But he said, be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. And with Holy Spirit God, we are overcomers as well. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, the apostles said they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and their word of the testimony. Him is the devil. They overcame him. So me, all the stuff that I was in, I became an overcomer the day that I said yes to Jesus. The day that you said yes to Jesus, you became an overcomer. The spirit of the living God lives on the inside of you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So in this abundant life, you can walk in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'll keep saying that over and over because I want you to get that. That no matter what's come your way, no matter what report you've got, maybe a bad report from a doctor, maybe you have children that are out there on drugs and they're lost and you're thinking they're never going to come in. The Lord showed me a long time ago to put every one of my family members in the hands of Jesus. Those are the best hands. He says, I'll take care of it. You don't worry. You just love them and pray for them and they'll come in. Faith and hope and love, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, the greatest of these love. So when you love them and you pray for them, you're going to draw them in. See, and I know a lot of people, I'm made a little bit different than a lot of people. And I say things that sometimes people in churches, they might not like that much. But I'm telling you the truth. And if you receive the truth, it'll set you free. Amen? Amen. Jesus literally loved the hell out of me because I was full of demons, drug addiction, alcoholism. So that's not a bad word. Jesus spoke of hell over and over and over because he did not want people to go there. And so, see, he loved that out of me. And he shed his amazing grace upon me. And he did it for you, too. And so you need to walk in that today. Amen? So if it hadn't been for the prayers of the saints, the prayers of my praying mama, the prayers of my grandmama, my wife prays for me and my church prays for me, the Lord I wouldn't be here right now if it hadn't been for meeting Pastor Scott and Pastor Ray years ago and that seed getting planted in me that would never go dry because people were watering that by praying for me 
and speaking life even when I was running from it. And God gave the increase. Am I messed up on the mic again? Yeah. Those cauliflower ears never work out good. You know what I mean? They're, it always gets behind there. I got beard, ears bigger than Mickey Mouse, I think. But <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Anyway, when we belong to him, we don't have to fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. That's Holy Spirit power and of love and a sound mind. We have the mind of Christ. We need to understand that Jesus Christ is perfect love and perfect love cast out all fear. I don't have to worry about what tomorrow holds because he lives, because he lives. He lives on the inside of you and he lives on the inside of me. So our heavenly father in heaven, he laid it all on the line whenever he gave up his son Jesus. That must have been the hardest thing for him to do to send his son down here to die on the cross for the sins of the whole world. But it pleased the Father to crush the Son for you and for me because his perfect will was done when Jesus died on the cross. Every drop of blood, folks, that ran out of Jesus' body was screaming, I love you, I love you, I love you without conditions. My love never fails. It never gives up. It'll never run out on you. I'm calling you today out of where you might be at right now. Maybe you have fear. Maybe you still might see a lot of people in church still have addictions. Maybe you have things going on in your life that it's called unrepented sin. Jesus said in his word that if we ask him to forgive us of our sins, he's faithful to forgive us of all unrighteousness. So all we have to do is cease. Repentance is a free gift just like salvation. Amen. All you got to do is ask him, and then you know what he does? He takes your sin, he throws it as far as the east is to the west in the sea of forgetfulness and remembers it no more. So once you've repented, forget about it, man. Like the, like the Mafia Don up here, the gangster for Jesus up here says, forget about it. You ain't got to carry it around with you no more. Don't beat yourself up. Walk in the newness of life, amen? So you need to understand that every good and perfect gift comes down from him. And he, the best gift he could ever give you was salvation and filling you with his Holy Spirit, amen, and filling you with that love so that you could love other people into the kingdom, amen. So don't, don't beat yourself up. Walk in his grace. Be reverent to him, you know. Fear God. We're supposed to fear God. But that doesn't mean be scared of him. That means have a holy reverence for him, Amen. Because he loves us. We don't have to be scared of him because he's a loving father. He's the creator of everything, you and me and everything. But he's an intimate father. And he loves you. He loves you, he loves you, he loves you. So you know what? Greater love has no one, it says in John 15, 13, than the one that would lay down his life for his friends. That's Jesus. God calls you a friend. He's your friend. He's your father, but he's still your friend. Amen? So greater love is no one that will lay down his life for his friends. That's Jesus. Amen? 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Like I said, there's nothing more powerful than love. Amen? Nothing more powerful. We must all come to the point where we love our brothers and our sisters the same way Jesus does. If we don't, if we don't have the love of God in our heart, for them, how can we love God? Then we don't. 
You know, and if we see a brother or sister in need and we pass them by and we just overlook them, how can we have the love of God in our heart if we have the means to help them and we don't? Then we don't. We need to self-examine ourselves and go, hey, you can't always go out there and be hands-on like we are, you know what I mean? But you can contribute to the cause, amen? And every time you give to your church, you're contributing to this. This church, it feeds a lot of people spiritually and physically. They're online, and they also have the food pantry, which all you guys are involved in. You're doing the works of your Father. In John 10, 37, Jesus said, if I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But you're doing the works of the Father. So continue to do that, because we know that faith without works is dead, but the Lord wants to take you to a deeper place with him, deeper in the well. So you're walking in that total freedom and that victory. The word of God says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So you can be free in every way, living this abundant life. Amen. You need to understand that the day you said yes to Jesus, you became a new creation. You're not that old wretched sinner anymore. By grace, you became a new creation. Amen. You're just a Christian that falls short sometime. Amen. So don't keep calling yourself old wretched sinners all the time. So say, I'm a new creation. I'm a child of the king. I'm a son of righteousness. I'm a daughter of righteousness. Walk in the gift that God's given you. You're a member of a royal priesthood of a kingdom that will never die. It's the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Amen? You have a robe of righteousness, and you can walk in that every day, and you can live the abundant life, like I said, which is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, and Jesus said, Behold, I make all things new. You became brand new that day. I want to ask you a question today, though. If it were your last day on earth and you were to breathe your last breath, do you know, do you know, do you know that you really belong to him? See, because whenever we breathe our last breath, if we know Jesus, our next breath is in heaven. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord Jesus, and there will be a second resurrection. But you need to understand that if you don't know him, then you won't be there. If you do know him, you'll be there. See, but the most frightening thing for many people whenever he comes is he's going to say, I never knew you. And if he doesn't know you, then you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. If he knows you, you'll be there instantly. He'll say, come on in, good and faithful servant, and receive your gift. Amen. And you'll receive crowns to lay at the feet of Jesus. And I know many of you have many crowns to lay at the feet. But there's even one here today that doesn't know for sure. It's very easy just to invite him into your life and heart. And so I know, I know, I know that he'll never fail you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. God's grace is sufficient. His power is made perfect in our weakness. Amen. So when we are weak, he makes us strong. Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow, not next week, but today. No one's promised tomorrow. Every one of us, every day, are closer to eternity, to the eternity in heaven with Christ. 
for eternity into a place called hell where the worm doesn't die and the fire is never quenched. And it's a scary thing right there. But I know that when you know Jesus, you never have to worry about that. There's going to be a beam of seat judgment where you receive rewards for all the amazing things you did for the Lord down here. It's going to be an amazing day as we all come together in one kingdom up there, but we're together in this kingdom on earth right here too. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and his will is for us to come together in unity and love people into his kingdom. That's why we're here today, to share that with you, to share God's love with you, to let you know who we are. We're your new partners in the kingdom business. Amen. It's called a family business. Amen. Because we're the family of God. But I want you to know that we love you dearly and we're here for you. And Pastor Scott and I, we've already made an agreement. We're going to be doing a lot of things together. And so we want to partner with you because we truly are better together. Remember, Jesus Christ is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. The abundant life is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. I thank you for every precious person here today, Father. Father, I know that you're touching many hearts today, Lord God. We know that there's prodigal sons and daughters out there. Lord, you said that the prodigal son took off. And when I picture that, that he took off to a place maybe like Las Vegas, where he spent all of his money on prodigal living, and he ended up in the pig pen. But the father wasn't mad at him. The father loved him the whole time when he came to his senses. And he said, in my father's house, even his servants have a place to sleep and have food to eat. And he came to his senses and he came back home. And he said to his father, I've sinned against you and against God and against you. And the father received him. He ran down the road and grabbed him and embraced him. And said, my son that was lost is found. My son that is dead is alive. Put a robe on him. Put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, and kill a fattened calf as my son that was lost is found. And let's throw a party. He didn't wait for the son to get to the front porch. He ran to the son and embraced him with a kiss. He wasn't mad at him. He loves him, and he loves you. Maybe you have prodigal sons and daughters. Maybe you're a prodigal and you're here right now, but you're still not all the way inward. Today's your day. Stand in the gap for your kids, your grandkids. Don't give up on them, all your family members, friends, and watch what God does. Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your grace, and the message of Jesus Christ today. Bless everybody here and keep them. Make your face shine upon them. Be gracious to them. Lift your awesome countenance upon them. Give them your supernatural peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the blessed Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, the peace of the Lord be with all of you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.